Episode 4 of Busting Chops Podcast. Happy New Year to you guys. It's New Year's Eve. Pete, great to see you, bud. Great to see you as well, Al. It's been an extended break for us. I know we, we caught two, Felt weird, two episodes feel right. in pretty close together just to get you guys some, uh, some content before Christmas or whatever holiday uh, you celebrate. I mean, Lucas, but, you uh, are Jewish, so happy Hanukkah. But yeah, no, it's great to be back. Like I said, New Year's Eve. Keeping it low key tonight for me. Gonna spend some time with the family. Uh, there's really not much to do, in my opinion. Josh, just tell me this: when you woke up from the nap, what did you do to get to this point <laughs> from zero to sixty so fast? Thank you for asking. Uh, immediately went and grabbed the beer. Um, and I'm not a guy that even enjoys beer like that, but I know it's time to play up. Uh, threw a dip in. And then, yeah, I mean, I'm ready. I'm here. I, 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 I was a little scared. I was a little nervous. I was the one that requested we do earlier for tonight, thinking 2021 was going to be a new year. I was going to go out. I was going to have fun. Um, and then it hit me. I have responsibilities in real life, and I don't want to kill anybody in my family. So I'm not going to be going out tonight. Um, I am pretty depressed about that. Uh, it kind of sucks, guys. It kind of sucks. I know you guys are locked in the house. You got families, but like, here we are. I'm just going to throw it out there. Luke, what's your take? New Year's in general? New Year's in general. Um, like you said, I've never been big on going out at, uh, for New Year's. I just think it's a bunch of, I mean, obviously, if I, if I was single, I'd probably have a different idea about it. I think it's a great opportunity to get out there with some friends, some other single friends. You have people that are ready to bring home the New Year. Get that midnight kiss potential. You just got to make sure you're at the right spot. Um, so I, I invited my one there. friend over. Yeah. I have one friend, Luke. One. Just one. And his girlfriend. I invited them over. I was like, hey, if you guys want to come over, grab and a what, pizza. And what did they say? Are they in? I think they're, I think they're floating it around because they know. They have any better offers? Again, I live in New York. Um, bars close at 10, so they're not going to be going out to dinner. So maybe... Maybe they say yes. Uh, he's he's an ex big leaguer, so hopefully we can get him get him on the pod tonight if he comes through. Um, but yeah, I really have no options, and I'm pretty depressed about it. Al, I'm with you. I mean, there's really not many places to go for New Year's 2021 anyway, with social distancing and the New York governor watching your every move. Um, I don't even watch the ball drop really. Um, just good to have this year over with. We'll get into some more 2020 events. But, um, Josh, actually going back to you, you were talking about something that happened on Christmas late at night with the vice president-elect, Miss Harris. I want right. to go into detail on this. So the, I'm spawning worse things as we go out here. Like, it, my story gets more depressing as you hear it. So at 10.59 on Christmas night, as I'm looking through everybody's engagement photos and I'm seeing everybody's rings and everybody's pregnant. I don't know how many people got pregnant. Okay. So so many, so many people got pregnant, but anyways, I see a tweet come across my screen at 1059 on Christmas from our future vice president. Check in on your single friends today who are likely spending Christmas alone for the first time. Now, 
it's a nice thought if that's 10:59 in the morning, right after everybody wakes up and every, before everybody's about to transition to have dinner with their family. But no, 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 no. She comes out at 10:59 at night and says, "Check in on your single friends." You know what she was doing, guys? I, I tell you what she was doing. She got hammered. She had a couple glasses of wine. Okay, said to her husband, "Watch this." <laughs> suckers. Remember when we were single? Because she was single not too long ago. Okay. And she was like, yeah, that was depressing. So she's probably like, yeah, we should check in on our single friends here. Because uh, <laughs> you think you think she was rubbing it in your face. Right in my you're, puss. Right in your puss. That Directly in my puss. And nobody, not just mine. All, all nobody single loves you. Yeah. You have no one to spend time with. Again, not political that's- on this podcast, but she just towed the line. And uh, that's a that's I've seen Donald Trump make a lot of stupid tweets. And I and lack feel this tweet right here. She no got feel. off on the wrong foot. Yeah, she no got off on the wrong whatsoever. foot. It sounds to me like foot. Josh and the singles are getting in on cancel culture. That's what it canceling? sounds like. Are we? Are we canceling? That's not Josh and the singles. He's the spokesman for all the singles out there. She she better be careful because I'm fucking thinking about it. Okay. I'm all right. Thinking about it. First off, how were all your holidays? Can we get a little recap from both of you guys on what happened for your holidays? You guys were celebrating. Hopefully, you guys had a great time. To our listeners as well. But Luke, you want to start yeah. us off on that? Yeah, no, absolutely. I hope, like I said, I hope everybody had a great holiday season. Uh, we're not quite done yet. Got to get through tonight. But uh, we had some family in from different states. Uh, we may or may not have breached some COVID protocols. But there were tests involved. Everybody tested negative. A couple flights came in. Uh, had about six, six people here um, and a dog. Um, we had a great time. My mother-in-law uh, drove Dog get tested or no, Luki? No, dog didn't get tested. We didn't go that far okay. with it. Um, okay. And then my sister-in-law flew up from Florida, from the Panhandle. Um, so they were here for a few nights. We had a great time. This was our first, like I said, you know, we moved in here over the summer, first home. This is our first holiday hosting, which in my opinion beats the hell out of traveling any day of the week my wife and i we put our foot down we said listen motherfuckers if you want to come spend some holidays with us you're more than welcome because we're not going anywhere that's great because how many christmases do you usually have luke on a yearly basis how many places do you have to go i have a minimum three christmases every year sometimes four and that's involves driving to western mass out to the cape back to rhode island all the way back to Connecticut. It's a lot of drive time. It's whack-a-mole. It's whack-a-mole. And it's Luke, brutal. You just took, listen, you just took a big chance that one of our 30 followers and listeners this week isn't in your family because they're not coming back next year. They're going to fuck with your life. I no. would if I listened to this podcast. They'd be like, fuck Luke. No. Luke will no, go to the panhandle. He's got fuck no him. problem going to the no. panhandle. And first off, you broke every regulation there was. I don't give a shit if anybody tested anything. People are coming up from Florida. Wow. Absolutely dangerous absolutely well we're not gonna let fear dictate our lives josh in this household wow um but we had a great time um my daughter got way too many gifts i had to yell at my wife we actually had to hold back because her birthday's in february i was like well fuck let's just hold a couple of these suckers back because we're gonna be here two months down the road genius we've already spent way too much money on her and we're gonna you know i'm not trying to spoil her or anything like that she you know she got way too much shit, which was great. She had a good time. Uh, and then obviously once you guys have kids, 
you know, we get to that point, Josh, that's hopefully that happens for you. But um, as soon as that happens as a person, you become irrelevant to your family. It's all about the kids at that point, which is fine. That's a great thing um, to have the attention off you during the holidays. Right. too. But, but no, there was some pressure to perform as a host. I mean, there are things that you need to do that you need to take care of. There's planning. What'd you learn? There's What'd meals. you learn from it? There's always appetizers um, at Luke's house. There's always appetizers. They've practiced on me have, for years. Always have apps available, but we actually cooked the meal on Christmas day. Okay. Um, I did a, a, a roast of some we, sort, maybe. Oh God. I'm you say we, and I'm not really believing you right now. It was now. me. Well, me, uh, my if wife. You don't even remember what it is. It was a poor meal. It was a beef tenderloin. It was really good beef tenderloin. Oh, now it was really good. I, yeah. You didn't even know what it was two seconds ago. Now it's really good. No, because I got confused with Christmas Eve. What we did Christmas Eve. Yeah, We're now canceling the vice president and Luke. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're canceling it both. Yeah. Oh, golly. But uh, no, we had a great time. Um Great presence, great fun was had. Drank. I think I've been on a steady two week, yeah, daily drinking binge. You had said this um, the other day. I'm a little. It's worried not for good. You. It's not good. Well, I quit dip for about like a month ago. God bless you. So I I figured I needed to do. It. I had some jaw pain coming. You know, I was I was very flustered with the whole uh, mouth cancer thing. So I quit dip and I just picked up drinking more now. Because apparently I just need something to get me through the day. Sure. If it's not dip, but apparently it's beer at this point. So fine, fine. Not mad at you for that. Al, how was your how was your Christmas? And we're coming back to you, Luke, because I think you have some some reckoning to deal with. But we'll come back to you. I want to know a little bit more about that. But Al, talk to me about your Christmas. Hopefully I'm the first person discussed on this podcast who doesn't get canceled. But I will tell you this. Well, it better be good. I'll tell you that. <laughs> There was an incident during my um, holiday. Um, we've talked about my father several times, and he's gone on a bit of a binge to this survivalist philosophy and survivalist mode. He watched the show Alone, which you can find on Hulu. You can find yes. it on the History Channel. He now yes. feels like he wants to go out in the woods and pitch a tent and just live out there for months at a time. But he got a flint stick. It's like a stick of flint that you could scrape with a knife or file. And... He felt the need to show everybody how he can start a fire. So he got lint out of the dryer and he started scraping the flint stick. And lo and behold, he had fire. What he didn't expect is that the fire from the lint would burn him. He ended up dropping the flaming lint and setting the carpet on fire and stomping it out. So now there is a large black stain in the carpet from where he burned the carpet. Al's dad's name for all intents and purposes is Bluto. And, uh, this doesn't shock me. We were in the middle of a nice family board game, and all of a sudden I look behind me and I see fire. What board game, though? Uh, we're nerds. It's a game called Catan. I do recommend it, but I love board games. I'll play them all I the can't time. Say I've heard of it. No, you probably haven't. Luke, what's your take on Bluto, just in general, with that move? Expect it, not expect it. I would. I'm not shocked that Bluto yeah. made that. He's not. out there That's trying the to get better. Move. He's trying to get better. But I will say, I think he could survive in the wilderness based on sheer will. I think his best shot is being in the wilderness. I think I think that's his best shot. Right. I think if we have another 2020, we might have to rely on those skills. So he will be my first phone call under those circumstances. That will have to happen. 
But that was the highlight of my um, holiday experience when the fire came out from the flint on the lint, started burning the carpet, and he's stomping it out right behind me. All right. Josh. I got my Christmas story here. Well, uh, spoiler alert, nobody showed up under the tree for me, so I'm still single. Um, not spoiler alert, I had a miserable experience. First off, let me start by saying um, Christmas is a little rough. My father passed away last year, um, not to bring everything in a negative direction, um, but we have Christmas traditions, and one of our traditions is we always go to the Mass as a family. We're Roman Catholic, and uh, this year it is like absolute lottery pick who do you know how do you get a seat okay only 150 in for the 430 mask which is the coveted mass okay right before you get to dinner all right it's not too late it's not 12 o'clock it's the mass you want to be at basically and, and, and at my my parish saint augustine's parish shout outs if you do not get your name in there or know somebody you're not getting in long story short we got in this year started with eight of us um my brothers, I have I have a brother who's married um, to his husband, Morgan. They got married last year. Super covid people. OK, they're from Orlando. They both caught COVID. They're high risk all right, and, and low reward. So they're not in for Christmas. They're out. That already hurts Sue's feelings. We're going up into Christmas. Sue and my sister, they get in a fight. OK, they're not they're beefing. So my mom sneaks over to my house on Christmas Eve. She puts all of the presents in my house, throws her hands up, says she's not going to church, says she's not going to Christmas. Well, she shows up at church. She sits at an aisle, okay, a pew. She sits on the far end away from my sister and brother-in-law. We have one all to ourselves. It's my brother-in-law and my sister. 15 feet down in the middle is me and my niece and nephew. Then another 15 feet down, we got my mother. She doesn't even look at them. The entire time, not even a glance. So whatever, they hash it out. Women are women. I wake up Christmas morning. I'm ready to go. I'm smitten. And I want to go see my niece and nephew. I live next door to them. I'm getting ready to just run over in my Grinch theme PJs, which I do have right down to the slippers. Okay. And I was ready because I am not a Bahambug Scrooge type of guy on Christmas. I was excited, fellas. And that's a big moment for me to see them open up their presents. Nothing makes me happier. So I get a call from my father or my brother-in-law's father. I'm ready to rock. He's next door. I walk out into my living room and there are all the presents. My mom leaves all the presents for me to bring over. Like I'm, I'm fucking Santa. So I don't know if you know this, we got rid of bags. So I got nothing but paper bags in my house. I grab a couple paper bags. I'm putting them in there. I open the door. We got rain. I take four steps out. Of course, I put too many, too many presents. We got a rip. So I open up the door on Christmas morning looking like a, a Grinch, but not in the right way. And I was really angry. I looked at my mother. I said, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Sue. Um, I sat down and, and I missed the I missed the good surprise. Blew that. I was probably sprinting in between houses at that point. Um, it was a, it was a nightmare. I mean, everything came together. It was it was a it was a magical Christmas. Played left, right, center. Got a couple W's. Drank a whole bottle of wine plus some sip of sunshines. It was great, but started off on a real negative note at six thirty in the morning. 
Sip of Sunshine, that has to be your go-to IPA for your recommendation, right? It's my only beer of choice. If somebody was to be like, what's your beer of choice? Lost in Sip of Sunshine. If somebody say, what's your favorite app? Trophy case. <laughs> well, like, I'll tell you th- this. Those are the two things I do. If you have a Christmas present that I would guarantee that you would like, I would bet that you would like Sip of Sunshine to be in more than a four-pack. They only sell in four-packs. And how many do you buy on <laughs> like average? 20 bucks, bro. They're, I know. I, so listen, expensive. I get them for 16. I get them for 16. I will drive to Vermont where they're 13. I've, I've done that. Um, not beyond it. I've made runs. I do it in the summer because my camp's only about 35 minutes from it, um, from from downtown um, Burlington, Vermont. So that's pretty cool. But, yeah, you're looking at 16 bucks most places. If you go to, like, a beverage mart, 20, like, yeah, it's a rare beer. Um, it's 8%. It will get you drunk. Um, that that I stand by. I put my seal of approval on it. You drink all four and lights out, Sally. Um, I don't care who you are. It's gonna punch you right in the right in the moose knuckle. Can I Go say ahead. one more thing, Al, about uh, Christmas Eve uh, regarding ch- church mass? Because yeah. I've mix been in? there. No, not this year. But it just brings up memories when I was a kid. And we would celebrate at my grandmother's house, my grandparents' house, and we would open presents. We would eat dinner, open presents, and then and then go to midnight mass on Christmas Eve. And there's no worse feeling as a kid after eating a great dinner, having Santa Pop come, a couple, open couple, all, couple presents, open, open all all your presents from your grandmother and all that shit, get all jacked up, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh hey, mass. by the way get ready for church and you're like get on your no, knees it's the it's the worst okay, so all the parents out there pop a 4 30 or 6 30 mass figure it out midnight masses are over no they as gotta listen if i was if i was with a uh another woman that was catholic and practicing i would ask her if she if she'd do the 12 well, fuck around do the 12 o'clock yeah the uh the midnight mass is definitely an adult move Think of the kids, just yeah, like Lukey says. Think of the kids. It's Think about of the kids. The kids. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, it's about the. I, I get it. I'm totally for the earlier masses, but like, yeah, I could see a place for a twelve o'clock. I don't like it when they roll out the pageant at twelve o'clock. That's when, when they the pageant the, is. That's when the pageant's is. usually twelve o'clock. Yeah, I mean, if you want to pa- you want to see the pageant, twelve o'clock. That's I was Joseph. Add, add an extra 30, 45 minutes to you. I don't know about you guys, but I've landed a roll in those pageants. I was, you're I was Joseph at, too. I had to lip sync though. That's how bad my voice is. Oh, no. I brought the pipes with me. Oh, we've heard of the karaoke we have. A lot of Kenny uh, Chesney, that modern, beachy country. That's all you. Are you hating on it? No, absolutely not. I've actually Morgan seen Wallen Luke up there fan. with you at a certain establishment. Oh, I will say, see him at karaoke. I will say one thing. Uh, I have a terrible voice, and I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid to admit that. I can't well, you can bring it. Shit. You can bring it. Um, I bring energy. I bring passion. I dress you up. I can be a good number two, you know, um, but I can't I can't hold the tune to save my life. So um, karaoke is not for me. All right. Well, 2020 is coming to a close. We wanted to put together our highlights of 2020. I'll go first on this one. I kind of divided it up into three portions because honestly, I don't know if flipping a calendar is going to solve all our problems. I wish it will. But for those listeners at home, a um, couple of things I think you should check out. Um, to make your quarantine or social distancing experience a little better. Homeland, great series, ended in 2020. I know Luke's a fan of Homeland. I know Josh has seen Homeland in the past. If anybody didn't binge watch 
a show in 2020, you got to be kidding me. That's what 2020 pretty much revolved around. You have that. I want to just also give a shout out for the play of the year for my highlight. I had to think about athletics and it goes to your dolphins yesterday, Josh. With, Danny Finn Finns. with Ryan Fitzpatrick, who we will talk about later. That face mask play is my play of the year. That was incredible. When he has his head turned around the other direction and he throws a ball 50 yards down the field. And then finally, for a movie recommendation, I'll go The Gentleman. I watched that. I texted you about that, Pete. That'll be my movie rack for 2020. Okay. Oh, we're doing movie racks, huh? Well, I decided to take a little curveball here. I didn't. I didn't. I went in a completely different direction. And that's fine. That's fine. I went in a completely different direction. Um, First off, I'll give you some highlights, and then I'll tell you what I learned about myself. We'll start here. 236-plus Instagram followers. All right. Got a new job. Uh, I started the year off by getting dumped. Um, That was pretty depressing. Uh, It was pretty cool at first because everything was good. 2020. Let's make this our best year ever. Nope. Boom. Dumped. Uh, moved out. Got my own place. Got my own house. That was pretty cool. That's a highlight. Um, got ordained. So if anybody needs to get married, I'm here for you. Uh, grew a pretty sick mustache at one point. Uh, that was pretty big for me. I probably ate over 2,386 nuggets by my count. Chicken nuggets. Yep. Hold up a second about the nuggets. There's one time I went through a drive-thru with you and I ordered you 20 nuggets and you had me send them back for six nuggets. Yeah, I'm a big, when I go, I don't eat 20 nuggets. I don't get the 20 rack unless I'm with a friend. Um, I would have finished them for you and you know that, but you made me send them back for the six and it was on me. Did, did Did you get your money back or did they not charge you for the 20? They charge you for the six. Actually I, actually, I kept the 20, so I, I ate 40 nuggets. I did. It happens on occasion, <laughs> but Josh only had the six. I was offering him a whole 20, though, but no. He wanted the six-pack, and that was it. All right, a couple more stats for you guys. Uh, I matched with over 257 women on either Hinge or Bumble. I went on zero dates. Um, that's, my, that's on me. I don't like going on dates with girls on app. I use it as more of a uh, forecasting. Like who's out there, who's available. I used it in the past. Not good anymore because uh, no one's out there. Literally, um, you cannot you cannot go to a bar and talk to somebody. So that was a failed failed mission this year. Uh, learned about myself that I could switch between the same three apps on my phone for hours. I I don't have to speak for, to anybody for days. Um, I can imagine myself in situations that never literally exist just by sitting on the couch. Um, I can binge watch entire series in less than 48 hours, no matter what it is. I'm impressive. I can throw my own party and not need a person. I've told you guys that's on the pod before. Like I personally can throw a banger, not a person here and have a great time. I got a karaoke machine. I get the lights moving the, the way I want them, get drinks in me. You know, have a little bit of fun, let loose, and I don't need a damn soul. So, yeah, that, that's my that's, that's my highlights for 2020. Smell ya. I'm independent now, bitches. Go ahead, Lukey. My turn, huh? <clears throat> All right, well, 2020 highlights for me, obviously, we uh, we bought our first home. Yeah. And immediately after the purchase, we got fucked and had to spend some capital expenditures yes. uh, on the home in the first two weeks. 
had another huge capital expenditure today. So <laughs> I'm looking at this place, guys, and they say home, home ownership is great, this and that. So the next step to take in your life. This is one big liability, it looks like to me. I'm losing money from the purchase price because we, we got in when the market was hot, when COVID, for whatever reason, COVID just sparked the housing market into this killer run where prices were appreciating by 15% this year or whatever it was. So by the time we probably sell this thing with all the money that I put into it already in less than a half a year, uh, I'm probably going to lose money on this fucking thing. So that makes me feel really good about my decision-making skills uh, going forward. You just brought it even, uh, you just brought it down there. Yeah. Negative vibes. Yeah. It's tough. If you can rent, fucking rent. People take care of shit for you. Yeah, you're not earning any equity, but you don't have to worry about huge expenditures like this. Uh, second highlight would be... I wouldn't call that a highlight, your past one. That's low light. Well, yeah, either way. You can take it either He's a way. Red Sox fan. Bill Buckner's a highlight. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah, we got... <laughs> Bad shit just is, is happening over here. No, but it's uh, it's been a really uh great year for us as a family you know obviously my daughter took her first steps and she's growing up she's doing great um hoping that she can uh contribute positively to the household at some point i mean she's almost two so we figure in the next year or two she should be able to earn some income bring some money into the home uh get her out there in the workforce um but no she's doing great um you know, I mean, there's not not too much. Work's good. Had a great year of work. Construction industry is b- booming. Um, you know, despite COVID, uh, so it's. I have no. Obviously, there we could all have complaints about 2020, uh, but I'm not going to. We're very fortunate uh, to be where we're at, to have what we have, have the people around us that we have, and uh, you know, hopefully, 2021 will be better for everybody going forward. I got a question for you guys. How do you guys feel about resolutions? New Year's resolutions. Um, I feel that it's a good good reminder every year of, of people wanting to, you know, make make commitments to themselves that they're going to try something new, be it a diet, be it, you know, not talking to an ex, be, be it whatever. Um, I have one this year. Um, this year, I'm going to save enough money to take a really nice vacation next year at this time. That's my resolution, putting it away every, putting a couple, couple acorns into my cheeks, every paycheck, 26 pay periods. And then I'm getting away to something nice. Any destinations Um, in mind? Bali. Okay. A pizza. Nice. I respect that. Totally. I mean, it's awesome. I'm, I'm up for something. That'd be a great fun. scene for you. That'd be a great scene for you out there. I want a globe trot. We got a vaccine. We figured out what we're doing, whatever. I'm out. Yeah. Buy the ticket soon while the prices are still cheap. They're really not even that cheap and you can't travel there now, but like I was looking at prices online for, to go to Vegas and they're not that cheap. All right, Lucky, what do you got for resolution? 
See, I'm not a huge res- resolution person. Um, I think it's to me, I think if you want to make a change in your life, then you can make that change in your life whenever you want. I don't think you need a new year to start it. But if, if that's what people do and it works for them, great. But I don't know what the number is, but I can't imagine uh, an overwhelming percentage of resolutions actually hold um, going forward. So I think if you want to do something, you should do it. It doesn't matter when have the willpower, have the strength. And it's difficult to do. Like I know things that I could do better. I could, I could definitely drop a couple LBs fellas. I've got no doubt. We all could. Ooh, ooh, I got an idea for this, by the way, if I may jump in quickly. So I am not big on resolutions, but we're all former athletes. And I think what's better than a resolution is a little competition. Now, are you talking about losing weight? I'm fat out. Like I'm not, well, listen to this. He wouldn't stand a chance. Well, he can lose weight fast. He's got a lot of weight to lose. I got a lot of weight to lose. Let me tell you wow. this story. Wow. Did March you hear 26th. that backhanded compliment? March 26th. He's saying you have upside. <laughs> March 26th. I was down to my playing weight when I played baseball of 206 pounds. I sit here today at 256 pounds in one year. Really, Al? We knew this was going to come. I'm, I'm just eating a lot. Uber Eats. I you got depressed? the pro membership there. I got the pro Are membership for Uber Eats. Depressed? I got a lot of Chipotle coming in. A lot of local businesses. I've been supporting them. I'm doing it for you've the business. Support- you've done your job through the I'm pandemic. Doing it for the I, know, I, I know that's not a fact. Uber Eats, <laughs> DoorDash, Grubhub, they're crushing local businesses. That's a fact. Everybody yeah. knows that right now. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So if anybody wants in and on competition with me, that'll be my not resolution. I mean, if you do have a resolution, you know, do it, but make it public. Let everybody know what your resolution is. So your reputation's at stake right. too. So you have something, right. you know, where you can't bail out. Anything you want to add to that, Luke? Just get a tattoo. I'm losing weight this year, 2021. <laughs> Fucking everybody needs to know. My year. I'm walking around uh, with, with a sign on me that says I'm fat until 2022. Yeah, well, you you're a big uh, big steam room guy. Big song. Oh, I guy. loved the steam room. Awesome the steam room. All those core sessions, is, Josh. The thing Josh is, the there. thing is, you typically you typically go in after a workout, but that was mainly Josh just went in to go in. <laughs> First off, just so you know, our coach. This guy's an idiot. This guy tries to call me out on it. I, I go, okay, big guy. Why don't you play back the tape? So he brings in the whole pitching staff, okay, into his office to watch the tape. He puts the numbers together. He writes everything down. And he's like, <laughs> okay, so, yeah, you were, on the, you were on the treadmill like you were supposed to be. All right. Right here from, from 730 to 8 and got off, went into the fucking steam room for a half hour. Okay. What's your point? Well, you're supposed to be you're supposed to be on the treadmill for a half hour. Well, yeah, coach, that is an hour. Well, well, this isn't a fucking spa, so don't go in the fucking steam room. <laughs> you know, I mean, I like to go to the steam room after I worked out. It was nice. It was refreshing. It was nice. But I walked out ready for the It was so day. small. It was such a small steam room, and I am not too proud to admit I've walked in there for ab workouts with Josh before too. You know, being Hell yeah. another Hell pitcher. Yeah, brother. Now, the one funny thing about the steam room is that we're both over six feet tall and the steam room, the benches are absolutely tiny. So the two of us are absolutely crunched in as tight as could be trying to do abs. 
I have, we're telling life stories. And yeah, we, you know, we had a little nice sweat afterwards. So we definitely took our time and it was definitely a positive experience. So I have no problem with the sweat room, the uh, sauna, definitely a good experience for me. Yeah, no, I could, uh, I could definitely drop some weight. Like I said, between the beers and it's tough. I mean, it's tough, you know, having a kid and I'm going to use my daughter as an excuse as to why I've gained weight. So do we want to just I'm pick gonna, out? And I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold myself accountable. I'm not going to hold myself accountable. I'm going to make excuses as to why I am the way I am. So baby uh, weight. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm losing weight. If anybody wants in on our competition, I'm down. I am down for that. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting a rowing machine down here. Okay. Do like a home workout thing. Yeah. They say that's great. I don't feel Frank like Underwood. going. Yeah, exactly. Then rip some, rip some fucking. Has anybody right seen after. Spacey's new movie or new video he put out? For Are we Christmas? allowed to watch it? Are we allowed to watch it's anything? It's so about? creepy. What is it? What Such is he a doing? creep. He talks in the Frank Underwood voice again. And like, I, he's a known pedophile. So like, I don't know why they even allow this up. Like they, they flag everything else on Facebook and like all these sites and YouTube. Why they don't flag this man and take him down. I have no idea, but it, it's creepy. It's unsettling. Cancel culture. This episode. We're canceling Kevin Spacey. I have another one, too. Um, nothing to do with pedophilia, by the way. Um, technology. I think I look at my phone way too much, especially when I'm at home. And I want to be more, more in the present, um, especially when I'm home with my family. And, and I just, I find myself, like I said, there's a couple apps. I just find myself. Put it um, down. You know, every minute or two, it's like, oh, what, what, anything going on? And I just, it's not good. Um, a lot so of could, reflection in this job. episode. I could do a better job with that. And I think a lot of people could. I think technology, especially social media, things like that, it's it's getting pretty uh, it's getting pretty crazy out there. The it depend- is very the, nice. the dependence on it, too. Um, Guys, we've done a lot of reflection in this episode. We're getting deep. Getting deep for the people. A lot of reflection. A lot of canceling, too. I've canceled a lot of people. I'm out. Yeah, you Luke's can cancel out. me, especially yeah. we have a couple more segments or material uh, coming up here where I will definitely get canceled. I'm calling it. Can't right. wait. Let's just jump Burn into it now. Away. Why not? <laughs> we got the COVID shutdown possibly happening, getting worse. There's some here conspiracy theories out there. Let's jump right into it. We know what's happening. Who wants to go first? All right. I'm going to start here. Um, two parts. First off. COVID is real, all right? Like, let's get over that. Like, let's stop pretending it's not real or, like, it's going to go away or we don't have to wear masks or whatever. The CDC says wear masks, wear, wear masks, all right? Um, that's, that's one for me. Two, the vaccine. I don't know how I feel about it. I know that I'm, I, I, I support a vaccine. I, I'm going to get the vaccine, Um at recommendation of my doctor when there is that recommendation. Um, However, the narcissistic self-righteous narrative that's coming out of some healthcare workers and like some of the memes and like, it's getting like too much for me. Like guys, this is, this is a new vaccine. You know, I, I, I do support it. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I don't like the self-righteousness and like 
you know, pat on the ass because you're getting a vaccine. Like, yes, we're doing we're wearing a mask. OK, you, you don't deserve a high five. You're not getting a trophy. You get the vaccine. Then you've made the necessary step for our society. Congratulations. But posting it on your fucking social media is not doing anything to move anybody forward. It's not encouraging anybody. And shout outs to was it uh, the Senator Uman Omar or whatever her name was that was like, hey, I'm not putting myself before the people that need it. So all these politician jerk offs that are getting the vaccine before everybody else. And also the the jerk offs in the Congress that are getting three grand a week for their job throughout this whole thing. They're all jerk offs. But congratulations to the one that did the right thing by not getting the vaccine before everybody else. That's my thought on that. And my thought on the, the my thought on the shutdown is that it's it's inevitable. We're at like seven percent a day. I got a I, I got a goddamn governor that got an Emmy and wrote a book on this thing, and we have the worst numbers in the fucking country. Like I don't even know. Like what what's up and what's down doesn't really matter because Andrew Cuomo will tell you he's right no matter what's right. He doesn't even know. Guy talks out of his ass, gets an Emmy. He literally got an Emmy for acting, and he's literally just gonna do whatever the fuck he wants. So whatever. I'm I'm over it. I'm over the shutdown. Shut it down, wear your mask, get the vaccine. Don't expect a pat on the ass or a high five. Let's keep it fucking moving. Open shit up in 2021. Yeah, I just think it's tough to tell people that they can't earn a living for 10 months in a row um, or they can't go out, see their families. And um, and b- before we, we move forward and people think this is going to be political, listen, I think politicians on both sides of the aisle are full of shit and they're all self-serving, selfish people. So Republican or Democrat, it doesn't matter. You have a bunch of careerists that really don't care about the American people. And if you think that politicians are out there to make your lives better, maybe you should look in the mirror, look yourself in the eyes and say, what am I going to do to make my life better? And that's the problem I have with politicians is they think they can solve everybody's problems, but it's up to individuals to do that. So I think all politicians for probably 90, 95% are full of shit. Maybe there's a couple of good ones out there. I'm sure there are. Um, few good men, few good yeah, women. Yeah, the, on both sides, I'm sure there's there's some good For sure. Ones. But I just I have a problem with obviously we've all seen the hypocrisy during this thing too. Um, people saying you can't see your families, you can't do this, and then they're immediately they're out eating inside at a restaurant in, Cal- in California. There, the guy is 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 telling people he can't. You shouldn't travel while he's out at his daughter's wedding in what? Um, was Catalina it wine mixer? Ca- he was out in Mexico or something or something. Some Catalina wine mixer. Right. It was the, go- the mayor of Austin or something like that. So I think people are smart enough and, and they should treat people like they're smart enough to make their own decisions. Listen, if you're very nervous or, or you have underlying conditions and you're not comfortable going out and doing these things, then that's fine. Stay home. Right. Protect yourself. I do think it's a regional thing, though, because my friends from the South, they're like, we're open. My brother lives wearing, in Florida. They're not even wearing masks. No, no, I, they're not wearing masks. They're open. So no, I do think it's a regional thing. It is a regional thing. It's, like I said, I think people down South or, you know, in, and I hate to make it a Republican Democrat thing, but people down there, they enjoy their freedom. They think 
they can make their own decisions, which you can as an individual, you should be able to, especially if you're a business owner, as long as you're following the recommendations. I just, I have a, an issue with everybody, all the, all of the politicians are saying we're trying, we're following the science, we're following science. Well, you're not because the science states that transmission in restaurants is very low, right? Transmission at schools is very low. All right. So the science should dictate that we should open some of these things up. The science should dictate. But you're talking unions and lobbyists. The science should dictate that gyms should be open because what's one of the best defenses against COVID? Being Good healthy. Health. Good health, being in shape. You know, eating healthy, nutrition. They should be talking about nutrition on the news. But for whatever reason, we don't want to tell people. It's fear culture. It's fear culture. I'm not the the most healthy person. Like I'm not here to preach and saying I am in the best possible shape ever. All right. But it's okay to tell people like, Hey, why don't you go out for a walk, go jogging, do something, stay active, eat some more fruit, eat some more vegetables, you know, try that. This is a great way to try and defend yourself against this virus. But no, I mean, that was Michelle Obama's whole like platform was like get nutritious and all that good stuff. Which was cool, but like I think that narrative kind of got lost a little bit, and you know, especially like again, the 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 healthcare, healthcare has unions and lobbyists. Big pharma has unions and lobbyists, but the gym owner, the local gym owner, does not have unions and lobbyists. Right. Planet Fitness does not have a lobbyist, and they're like one of the biggest. Right. You know, they're no, just no, trying to no fight question. to stay alive, and it, that's that's <laughs> that's what's rough, especially with all these CrossFit pop ups that came out. And like all these like mm-hmm. orange theories throughout like all these neighborhoods and communities that really not only it's good for health, but it's good for community. These people, it's right. like a cult. If you go to a CrossFit gym or an orange theory gym, those are cults. They know their coaches. They call them coaches. They, they, there's an internal drama. Like people sleep with each other. It's like days of our lives in those fucking places, but it's a, it's a community and it's good for the community. So, so you're thinking saying, about joining an orange theory? Well, I'm saying if you're single, it's not a bad idea. Uh, hanging out in the parking lot? No, it's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Has it rumbled through? It's rumbled through. Right. It's rumbled through. But I'm a risk. I'm a risk at those places. They take a look at me. I'm overweight. You only got one reason you're here, buddy. They put me in with the all guys class. So, no, I'm out on those. But, yeah. Yeah, no, like I I said, it's it's sort of a a regional thing. And, uh, yeah, my my sister-in-law who flew up from Florida, like, yeah, no, things are, things are going as is. It's like, they never closed and it's business as usual. Um, and for whatever reason up here, it's, uh, it's a little bit different. Well, you know, obviously we're going into a year of this now and I wouldn't know how to handle the situation. I would do things differently. Who knows if I would be right. Even there's a lot at stake, but if I want to go back to the first episode we had of the podcast, Luke, you brought up one of your friends who's a small business owner. And to, to kind of put a positive twist on this, guys, you know, uh, I know it's the new year. You know, I'm thankful that all of us have jobs. And I hope if you're a listener, I hope you still have your job. If not, I hope you get back up on the horse and you keep working. But for those of us that do have jobs, I think we have to do our part, to do our jobs the best we can. I know a lot of us are distance or working from home now. And it's not a time we should rest on our laurels, you know, still earn your money, still earn your keep. And that'll help out the other people by improving the economy when that time comes too. 
Yeah, sure but there's people out that can't. I mean, you say get back up on the horse. There's people out there that can't get on. I understand that. I understand that. My heart goes out to them. But if we do our job, and if you're in the private sector and you're working and you're improving the economy, when this pandemic does end, you're giving them a better opportunity to reenter and make you know a living finding another job or something. And I, I'm not saying it's going to be solved overnight. This is something everybody has to look at, even if you do have a job. And I mean, you know, my, my heart goes out to them. I don't know how to support restaurants. I don't. I, I'm not. Oh, you do a good job. You do a good job supporting restaurants, Al, personally. (laughs) Yes, with my 50-pound gains, I know I do do a good job here. But, like, still, you know, just going to work on a daily basis, just know that it might be a small chip, but if everybody gets behind it, you know, a little bit of work goes a long way. uh, It's just unfortunate. So people are losing their livelihoods, losing their families Mm -hmm. and their ability to provide while, like I said, you have these large corporations – that have only gotten richer, you know, your Walmarts, Amazon. Can we get sued? Shops, That'd be like awesome. That. You think so? Should yeah. I just keep talking shit about them? No, it's... I mean, Uncle Jeffy's not going to be happy, <laughs> but I mean, um, he probably owns iTunes or something. Probably yeah, owns probably. Probably, probably, probably owns something. Get us. Yeah. Um, Can we get sued? I, I've, I've asked since the beginning. Can we get sued out? Do you want me to sue you right now? No, I, don't, I just I just think we made it once once we have over. A thousand listeners and we get sued once we've made it we'll get a couple season desists before we're done doing this we'll get a couple that's all of i want that's i don't want to get sued i'll take a cease and desist though i want a formal cease and desist from disney that'll be a footprint do you guys want to make up uh, it's not even a lie i'm gonna tell all right i'm coming out i officially used to date pocahontas in the past i also was with <laughs> jasmine so disney come at me i've been with a couple of your princesses um hopefully that does it if not we got to play some music of theirs okay well outro with disney music we will do that today i'll let you pick the song do you have anyone in mind i just can't wait to be king i like that lion king that that's got some innuendo there after you're done talking about princesses you know (laughs) oh my goodness guys i wish i could first off future wife wherever you are close your ears but i i hope i can marry rich and that i can be a stay-at-home husband and just coach baseball is that a reality probably not but i think it's out there for you you just gotta be willing to uh i want to be megan merkel i want to be megan merkel find me my prince where is the end of the rainbow for me does it end with a pot of gold probably not you know what to be honest with you i didn't even want it to but i it'd be like what would i do i don't know Guys, could you imagine me as a stay-at-home dad? Food would be amazing. Um, I'd make sure the house was clean. You would order um, good food. That'd be Boston Market all day. Oh, boy. She would have to respect <laughs> the Boston Market call on that. Well, the I mean, fridge would always be stocked with high C juice boxes. Uh, I'm the king of juices. <laughs> Apple juice, fruit punch, Kool-Aid. Juice no, I don't drink Kool-Aid. Lemonade. I'm a big juice guy. Like I, My nickname, king of juices. So going on to bets right now, do we have Eric there? We do. Looking at Eric, can we get a guest picker on this week? Do we want a guest pick? We want a guest pick this week, don't we? We Luke? gotta have a we gotta have a celebrity shot. I only got shot. one. I only got one earphone. That's fine. Just tell him what he says. You, you can be his, you know, whatever you call it. I, I don't All know. right, be his voice. We will. We will have a celebrity pick. All right. So we're gonna start off. Best thing about New Year's, we have the college football games. You have Notre Dame against Alabama. Notre Dame 
once again, is getting a shit ton of points. They're plus 20 in this game. Yikes. Bolak, who do you got? Notre Dame, Alabama. Who do you got? Alabama. Okay, he's going Alabama minus 20. Nice. I'll take I'll take Alabama as well. They're too explosive offensively. They've got too many dudes. Notre Dame's fake as hell. Give okay. me Alabama as Notre, well. Yeah, Notre Dame. First off, we, yeah. we we saw what who they were against Clemson. Yeah, Send they it. got so lucky to even get in this playoff thing anyway. The NCAA wanted them in there. I'm going Bama too. Everybody's on Bama. All right. The next one. Interesting game. A team that might have been snubbed. We have the Cincinnati Bearcats against the Georgia Bulldogs. Cincinnati is plus seven. Luke, what do you think? Cincinnati's got a lot to prove. And as we've seen over the years, these big-time college programs um, that necessarily don't make the big bowl or the playoff, I think there's going to be a little bit of a letdown. Um, A couple people not playing. Yep. You'll have some guys that want to protect their draft status, what have you. Um, I think Cincinnati's going to win. Okay, so you're taking them with a the money line even. Yep. Nice. Okay. Um, for this one, I'm going to take Cincinnati too. Georgia's got a really small quarterback. I might take Cincinnati anyway, even if there wasn't any uh, give me, draft concerns. Give me Georgia. Okay, you got it. You got Georgia. So that is Georgia. Me. You guys are going against an SEC team. Like, shout-outs to Cincinnati for being the little engine that couldn't. Suck it. What, and say? what about our guest? What does Eric say? The former big leaguer. Uh, it, he agrees. He's, uh, we both agree. It, it's no doubt. You guys are dummies. What? All right. Dummies. Luke's taking money line on this even. I like that. I, Good for you, Luke. a little. But I like that. Enjoy the jug next hey, week. These past, hey, these past three three weeks, I've been I've been rolling. I'm we all have been rolling, by the way. We, like, even last oh, week. Gosh. Well, no, except for me. I won the jug again this week. But with that being said, if I didn't make those sacrifices with Hawaii and another team, we're all over 50% every week. So I'm giving ourselves a pat on the back for that one so far. That's pretty, pretty awesome. Next game we have, we have Ohio state and Clemson. Ohio state is plus seven. I'm taking Clemson. Ohio state's played five games. I'm not going to pick a team that played five games. They don't deserve my pick. I'm going Clemson minus seven in this one. Yep. I'll take Clemson as well. They're going to win by two, at least two touchdowns. Eric has Clemson. I have Clemson as well. I'm going to tell you why. Um, nothing to do with Trevor Lawrence. No offense to him. Obviously, he's going to come out play big. Ohio State has played six fucking games. They're about to get fucking steamrolled by a team that's proven itself throughout a whole real season. Uh, Justin Fields, loved you on quarter QB1 or whatever on Netflix. Loved your story, kid. It ends versus Clemson. Clemson's going to win the national championship this year. Pound it all the way home. Okay, the next one. I have no idea how this works this year, but we have the Outback Bowl. We have Ole Miss against Indiana. Pay attention to this one, folks. You can't get a free appetizer from Outback depending on which team wins. Ole Miss is getting six and a half points. I'm going with the SEC team here. Josh just gave me a really compelling argument. I'm taking Ole Miss plus six and a half. Yeah, Lane Lane Kiffin's going to have him rolling. Fighting Lane Kiffin's. Fighting Lane Kiffin's, especially getting six. Against an Indiana team who who's had a really great year for being Indiana in the Big Ten, um, but I'm going to take SEC team getting six points. Um, this is so tough. Um, all right, Lane Kiffin, obviously SEC team. 
Everybody's humping that, taking it. Indiana played exceptionally well versus every team that was good. They played um, pretty much got to keep pounding home the SEC, baby. Got to keep humping it. It, it, It's bowl season. Big. Give me the Lane Kiffins. (laughs) I like Indiana and they're doing a good thing, but fuck it. What is our guy saying? Same thing. Hump it. Yeah, it was too bad for Indiana that um, that the Big Ten ruled in favor of allowing Ohio State to continue on. Stupid. Even though they didn't make the threshold, this was like a once in a lifetime opportunity for Indiana. Who who knows if they'll ever have a chance to compete for a playoff spot ever? No, they won't. Again, they won't. Okay, we only have one game that means something so far. We only have one game that means something. Every other game we agree on 100%. Our next game is going to be Texas A&M and North Carolina. Texas A&M is minus five and a half. By the way, let me just bring this up. We saw North Carolina before with the Miami game. I made the mistake of taking Miami in that game, Josh's team. And by the way, Miami just had a tough loss in the cheese at Bull, Josh. How do you feel about that? I'm actually, my heart is, I watched that game. And uh, on the Ocho Derek, on ESPN, the Ocho. No, it was on. No, it was on ESPN. <laughs> Derek King blew up his knee in the first quarter. Uh, excuse me, second quarter. And the, not that our backup quarterback didn't play great. He played awesome. Um, just came up a little short at the end, but we should have won that game. If if Derek King's healthy, which he announced he's coming back next year, we would have won. But if the queen had ball, she'd be the king. All right. So, so Texas A&M. North Carolina, Texas A&M, minus five and a half. Josh, your turn to go first. My special guest says Texas A&M wants to show the world why they should be number four. Um, I got a feeling that Jimbo is using this game as a prop for recruiting. He needs to get a W before he goes out and hits the recruiting trail. So, yeah, give me Texas A&M. You still like your boy at North Carolina, Lukey? Give me Mac Brown. Wow. Let's go. ACC North Carolina treated me well last time I picked them and I just can't stand Jimbo Fisher. So <laughs> he bolted uh, Florida state program on the rise. One and natty with them uh, left and the program the in program. shambles. Yep. Give me Mac Brown. Well, you're Love standing North alone, Carolina. Luke. It's all you. You're an Island. That's I'm going fine. with A&M. I'll, I'll take it. Welcome. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm on the, I'm on the Jimbo bandwagon. Welcome. NFL. We got a huge game this week for you, Josh. What's the situation for your Dolphins? Do they need to so, win? Yeah, well, we don't need to win. We can get in with a loss of the three other teams that are in the factor. So that is big for us. So if the Colts, Browns, Ravens lose, then the Dolphins are in. But we have to beat the Bills. Win and we're in no matter what. We have the highest wild card. Hopefully, Josh Allen and the Bills want to relax. I don't see that probably happening. But... We just got word that Ryan Fitzpatrick is out for the COVIDs. So I don't know. We're kind of fucked. Um, I just were all like on this Tua, situ- though. You were all on Tua. Yeah, I'm on. Listen, I love Tua, but don't get me wrong. I, here's my here's my like take right now. Hot take. I always complain about my team being eight and eight, seven and nine. Our best year, we're nine and seven. We get 10 wins this year. We might not make the fucking playoffs. It, it just it boggles my mind. I'm gonna be a wreck on Sunday. Don't call me. Okay, so who's your pick? Miami. 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 I'm taking plus Miami. Five. It's my okay. team. On the money line. Miami plus five. Yeah, I'm taking them on the money oh, line. You gotta too. take them to win. Yeah. So play them to win. So Miami's going to have to win because 
Tennessee is playing the four and eleven Houston Texans, yep. who just phoned it in. Yep. All right, they're out. That's and, our pick, by the way, for Miami. So I hope they and lose. And the Baltimore Ravens are playing the Bengals. Just came off a big win. Four and ten team, but they're the, still the Bengals. So Miami needs to win because the other two teams that are in it look like they're going to pull up. But and the Brownies I could be wrong. Brownies are playing the Steelers. Steelers, I mean, Steelers are just on, falling Steelers. apart. Come on, Steelers. And I guess Roethlisberger, is he, I don't even know if he's playing or not uh, this weekend. No, he's not. Rudolph's Rudolph. Rudolph. That's going to be interesting so, against the Browns. That's a little right. rehash so from last year. I, I've, I've picked against the Dolphins, I think, every week, and I've lost. All right. But it, there would be no. Don't nothing pick the Dolphins. Sweeter. Do I do I do the jinx? Do the Dolphins me. jinx? Don't do jinx I pick me. the Dolphins and don't jinx they lose? Me. Don't jinx me, please. I'm gonna do it. I'm You're gonna pick asshole. the Miami Dolphins. You're an asshole. Getting the five against Buffalo with hopes, obviously, that Buffalo wins the game. Thank God. I'll, the I'll take the I'll out. take the loss. I'll take the loss on that to see that happen. Imagine them going ten and six, not even making the playoffs. Luke, you're magical, but Buffalo's also magical with their jinxes, too. <laughs> Buffalo's cursed as well. It's not just you. Music City, <laughs> it's, baby. It's, well, the four suit, yeah, they're heartbreakers. <laughs> they're absolute heartbreakers. We remember watching the playoff game last year knowing there was no way they would win it and <laughs> could do it. I'm going with Buffalo on this one. Um, let's hope it happens. Let's hope. I, I got to make this game mean something. I'm going with the Bills. I like the Bills. Hopefully they pull hate, it out. Hate you. What, what do you got, Eric? Dolphins. Dolphins. Of course. Okay. So I'm alone on that one. We have the Giants and the Cowboys. Giants at minus three. Giants versus the Cowboys. Giants at minus three. Correct. Wow. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with the Giants. Uh give Eric the boys. Um, who cares? Because it's the NFC East. Let's start there. There's still a uh, chance. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones back playing. Um, hopefully they they figure out that he's not their franchise quarterback, that he's not Eli Manning, but who knows? Yeah, this game doesn't matter. Who cares? I don't really care for it. Poo-poo this game. Give me, it's give me, all about the Washington uh, give me game. Joey, Joey Judge and the Giants. Yeah, Joey Judge. I am also going with the Giants. We're only going against the guest here. I'm with the New York football Giants. Um, next game. I included this one because Luke is a Patriots fan, but we have the Patriots and the Jets. And for the first time, I think that there is fear in the Patriots' eyes since the days of a young Eric Mangini when him and Mark Sanchez were making the AFC Championship game. I think the Jets win this one. Plus eight, I'm taking the Jets on this one. The Patriots want no part of the Jets right now. Me and my guests are going to take the Pats. Uh, This is Cam's resume builder. This is like your last sale in a sales job before you know you're quitting. You got to go big. I don't gotta... think it, I don't think no matter what he does is not going to matter. He's only thrown five touchdown passes all year long. Fucking five. Um, and honestly, I don't think the you're going to pick gonna against be, your I, team. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, He's going against them. He's going for Miami and against New England. Go, That's going to happen. I'll go. I'm yeah, going with the Pats. Give me no. Give me the Pats. Give me the Pats. Ah. Just because I don't. I don't know if it's going to be a low-scoring game. I don't even know. It's going to be Pats, ugly. I don't know if the win. The Pats can win by more than eight. It's going to be ugly. Give me the Pats. Just fuck it. 
send it in. All right, our next game, rivalry game. We have Green Bay against Chicago. Green Bay at minus five and a half. Luke, take it away. No, Green Bay. Hands down, Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is going to come and light it up. Aaron Rodgers is um, a video game player. Yeah. yeah give me Green Bay, too. There was I have a question. And I love seeing Chicago just not make the playoffs and not yeah. do well. So um, give me Aaron Rodgers. If they're going to, I think they're going to come out of the NFC. If I had to bet on it. This is where Vegas knows more than we know, by the way. Right. Trap game. With that line. Yeah. hundred percent trap game. They know something we don't know. All right. And Eric is on the Packers too. Yes. All right. And our next game is the Washington football team against the Philadelphia Eagles and Philadelphia is plus two. Go ahead, Luke. Well, as I said last week, I'll never pick the Eagles. Uh, due to my hatred of for Philadelphia as facility, a city of their city as a whole, okay, um, their fandom, yep, um, just the the general person that comes from Philadelphia, bad people. Uh, although I only know a couple, um, not great impressions. The I know product, a couple good people. The product that you guys are putting out that I know of, um, one of the dirtiest cities I think I've ever seen. Um, if I have yeah, to be a lot honest. of homeless, a lot of homeless. I remember. We played LaSalle University in a three-game set on a weekend, and we drove just driving to their campus. It was utterly disgusting. Like, trash everywhere. Tough abandoned city. buildings everywhere. So Some good I'm people, out. but a tough city. I'm out, I'm out on everything Philly. Last city so, I visited before the coronavirus. Really? Yeah. Sorry to, sorry to hear that. Yeah. Um, so give me Washington. Um they both they're they're all bad football teams, but they're going to rally right. after getting rid of uh, the cancer that is Dwayne Haskins out of the locker room. They're going to come back, come out. A lot of people think it's going to be right a big to answer week for the them. bell. Yep. And I think Jalen Hurts, you know, I don't know, like just tough for him to win a game. Just watching him, he's a, he's a, he's not a complete quarterback. Neither is Carson Wentz, but it's such a pitiful. They're two pitiful teams, but give me Washington. Because of the the pickup that is getting rid of a cancer in the in the locker room, it's like losing a coach. The Texans rolled off like a couple games after they they cut out their coach. What does Eric have on this one? He doesn't yeah, care. He, 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 doesn't he doesn't care. care. He hates he he hates Philadelphia too. Good for everybody him. has everybody has bad <laughs> vibes from Philadelphia. All right. Well, I haven't learned since last week. I'm taking Philly on this one to make this game interesting too. I'm taking Philly. I'm taking Jalen. So. I'm pretty much going against everybody. I'm either going to win the whole thing or I'm going to lose the whole thing again. Um, Perfect. So those are our picks this week. Anybody else have anything else to close us out before we play? Just can't wait to be king. Just can't wait to be king. Before we play, I just can't wait to be king. Stay safe. Enjoy your great New Year's, fellas. Yeah, have a great New Year's. Be safe, everybody. Obviously, take advantage of uh, Uber, Lyfts, friends, designated drivers, all that good stuff. And, uh, See you in 2021, bitches. All right, we'll see you. I'm gonna be a mighty king, so enemies beware. Well, I've never seen a king or beast with quite so little hair. I'm gonna be the main event, like no king was before. I'm brushing up, I'm looking down, I'm working on my board. <laughs> Thus far, rather, an inspiring king. No, 
was saying do this. Now when I said that, no one's saying be there. No one's saying stop that. No one's saying see Wildly out of wing. 